So the definition of an appraiser in part is one who is independent. And boy, we're independent, aren't we? We're so independent, in fact, it's really hard for us to come together. Um, I ask appraisers all the time, when are you around this many appraisers? You know, during a live class or a, a seminar or workshop. I'll say, how, how often are you around this many other appraisers, whether it be five, 10, 100? Most of them say once a year during my CE class. And that's, that's the time, typically the only time we come together. For crying out loud, my 83-year-old mother's red hat club is more organized than the appraisal community. Come on, come on guys, it's time to get organized. How do you stay in the know? How do you find out what's going on in our industry? You know, recently I was uh, interviewed by an editor of a magazine, and, and we'll talk about more of that in just a minute, but I decided to turn the tables and come back and join me and you'll hear me interview the interviewer. Hey, you're listening to the Appraisal Update Podcast brought to you by Appraiser eLearning. I'm your host, Brian Reynolds, and glad you're here and listening. I hope all you appraisers are staying safe out there during this crazy time across the country and crazy in a variety of manners, uh, actually, at this point in time. But I'm super excited that uh, my guest decided to come back and join me and let me kind of turn the tables, if you will. Uh, I have the editor of Valuation Review, Mr. Mike Holzheimer, with me today. Welcome to the program, Mike. Glad to have you here. Well, thank you, Brian. I appreciate uh, you having me on the program. Very good, very good. Well, I want to start out just by, you know, I kind of intro this thing. Appraisers need to come together. They need to stay connected, okay? And that was one reason why I wanted to, to talk to you a little bit. Uh, most folks have heard of Valuation Review, but in case any of my listeners have not heard of Valuation Review, please just take a second and, uh, and let my listeners know what is Valuation Review. Well, I'd be happy to, Brian. Um, I am the editor of Valuation Review, which is one of five publications that comes from our company, October Research in Ohio. And as editor of Valuation Review, uh, I do all the research. I talk to people like yourself. I uh, interview um, others uh, to get, you know, their their pulse on the industry. What's 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 really news? What's hot? within the profession that other appraisers might benefit from. Uh, I travel to conferences uh, to uh, interview people as well to, to get uh, the, the up to the latest technologies that can benefit appraisers. And that's basically what we do. We uh, provide uh, news and updates and information that benefits uh, appraisers and their businesses. And it's our goal to make valuation review their first and maybe only stop uh, for the news that they need to know. Very good, very good. And and I think I saw where, um, well, I know they do because I participated in <laughs> one time. You guys will occasionally have some webinars as well, right? Is that something you're offering uh, on a regular basis? Yes, we do. We, we uh, feature, uh, again, some of the major topics that we think appraisers want to be updated about and maybe get some clarity, uh, everything from, uh, uh, green uh, properties to drones, 
Uh, we try to cover, again, the, the topics that our audience is most interested in. And we'll have a panel of experts on, like yourself, uh, that will uh, give their slide presentations and answer any questions uh, that appraisers and audience members and those that are attending, uh, they can call in to, to ask our experts. And, and so we're really proud of the webinars that we do feature. Very good, very good. I, I'm just curious, you know, you said you've been doing this about five years or so. What would you, if you had to pick one, what would you say was your most interesting story that you covered? Wow, that, that that's a question. <laughs> they, 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 that's a question I've been asked in my previous roles as a uh, as a writer and a reporter. I've I've kind of run the gamut in my career as news and and even sports, uh, and oh, I, okay. I I basically have. I've had the same question asked, Brian. So, um, you know, I, I, I think it's just, um, boy, I, well, you know, I'm going to be very honest with you, uh, and I'm not trying to put you on the spot or, or throw the spotlight back, but, you know, when you and I had a chance to sit down a week or so ago and, um, you know, you told me your very special story um, that dealt with, you know, your uh, having to deal with uh, the the virus, and I just thought it was, you know, very eye opening for me. And and you also were able to uh, uh, implement some things that we've asked other appraisers about. You know, what better business practices have they had to introduce to their business? And I, I've heard some really really great things, and I, I've heard a lot of creativity from appraisers, you know, really challenging themselves and maybe discovering things about themselves and their business that they didn't either think about before or think were possible. But now with the situation that we're all facing in the country with the restrictions and guidelines in place and just because of COVID-19, we can't do things the same way anymore, at least for now, that creativity has really risen to the top. And I've been most fascinated uh, by what uh, other appraisers are telling me that they've done to keep their businesses open and thriving. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, we're certainly in some, some interesting times and um, you know, I think, I think we've all had to adjust whether you're an appraiser or a non-appraiser there, there's been, you know, obviously a big adjustment on, on our lifestyle and, and how we communicate with one another how we, uh, how we, I mean, really pretty much all aspects of what we do right now. It's, it's, it's pretty incredible. Um, you know, one of the, uh, one of the things that I, I find interesting is areas that appraisers have, have tend to push back on historically, like let's say a, you know, a desktop, uh, oh. To, they've seemed to embrace a little bit more now, uh, than they were. Um, there's a lot of stuff out coming out on the market with, uh, with regard to having the property owner collect the property characteristics. And I don't know if you've covered any stories on that or not. Yes. Yes. Okay. What, what has been your, your, uh, gauge or, or your thoughts on how the appraisal community has been embracing that technology or have they not been embracing that technology? What, what's, what's your feelings on that? I, I think Brian, to a degree, um, they've been embracing it and, and whether that's been out of necessity because of the, 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 the climate that we're all living under now, I don't know. 
Uh, but I think that, you know, they're, they're understanding that, you know, to get the job done, this is the way that we're going to have to do things. And, you know, you mentioned about the, the homeowners kind of playing a role in that where, you know, they'll be taking the photos per se because the appraiser either doesn't want to go inside the property or the homeowner is not comfortable with them going inside the property for health and safety precautions. So I think it's kind of a, a general coming together, if you will, uh, where appraisers are, are accepting this and, you know, people that are getting their properties valued, they're, 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 they feel good that they are still getting it valued by a true professional, you know, who understands and appraisers only understand. So I think that, you know, together, it's kind of a, a feeling of, you know, security on, on both parts. It's just, it's one of those things where, you know, the homeowner realizes what the appraiser needs to do, and the appraiser goes out and does it, and does it to the best of their ability, given the conditions right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, I did a I did a webinar in uh, in December, and uh, you know, well before COVID. You know, we nobody right. nobody knew this stuff was going to hit. And oh no. Uh, and I had Julie Jones on, and I had uh, George Dell on, and and basically I was just kind of asking them, Hey, what's your predictions for the upcoming year or for the future of appraising? Let's, let's say, and, and they both gave predictions and then I couldn't help myself. I had to give a little prediction. And, and one of the things I talked about was how nowadays we, you can buy anything online, right? A click of a button. And, yep. and, and I just got introduced to prime <laughs> <laughs> last year i mean i knew it was there and i had i had amazon and all that good jazz but i i finally finally got prime in my name and and uh, she came in one day and said there were 18 packages in the foyer what are you doing so i'm in fact yes. I, ordered, I ordered something last night i you know i'm i, I won't say oh, I'm, I, I'm not addicted but i'm on there too so is, well is, well no i i understand that brian i mean like i and I'll be honest with you, I'm I'm still old school in a lot of ways, and one of those ways is ordering online. Yeah, but again, yeah. just like appraisers and everybody else, we have to adapt too. We have to change right. with what's been changing around us. So you know, we're 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 going to get used to doing things a, a new way many many times. Yeah, and and so what what do you you know in my final prediction, and everybody just thought I was crazy. I said you know. I predict we go from property data collectors to eventually someday the homeowner <laughs> taking down characteristics and photographs and sending them to us and us. Right. That. And you know, we, I, that was just off the cuff and, and just uh, one of these days uh, because you can buy a car online, you know, click a button and Carvana, right. up, there's your new car. So, so, you know, that was my prediction in December and God, you know, who, who knew that we were going to have a pandemic to make that come true. I uh, wouldn't wish that on, on any of us, but, uh, and if I was so great at continuing to predict the future, believe me, I just, you know, I'd run down to Vegas for a couple of weeks. I'd be done. I'd be, my permanent residence. <laughs> I understand that. On a lake somewhere. But, but what, what do you think, Mike, what do you think the future of appraising holds now? I mean, are we, is this the new appraising moving forward? Or do you think, you know, with time, things will settle back down and, and we'll, we'll kind of revert back, at least in part, to what, we, what we've done historically? 
Yeah, boy, you know, uh, Brian, like anything else, kind of what we've been talking about, you know, you, who can really say? Because, again, who saw this pandemic coming? But I will tell you, and again, just based on what I've heard, because I let the experts tell me and the experienced appraisers in the field, they tell me and I tell our audience. Mm-hmm. Um, what I really think is eventually we're probably going to get back to the more traditional ways that we've done things. But I think, you know, in the, certainly in the next few years, with these new ways of doing things, the, create, the creativity that appraisers had to, had to come up with, I think a lot of those things are going to remain in place because, again, everyone is finding out what they can do remotely and not going into the office. They're finding out that they can do those things. And I think that's right. going to be a part of the, that's going to be a part of the, um, the uh, spectrum, if you will, moving forward. I, I, I can't say that that's going to be that way forever. Like I said, I think, I think in time we'll get back to some of the normalcy, if you will. But I think in the next few years or so, we may find that the way we're doing things now, because we've had to, that's going to be part of the part of the, the normal. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think you're right. Uh, I've been doing I've been doing a lot of virtual training um, since all this occurred because my you know my live education company pretty much shut down, you know, right. um, um, I, I got sick. I got COVID-19 uh, in the, the middle of March. And obviously that, that knocked me out for about three weeks. And, uh, and, uh, but, but we haven't been able to have live classes and we're just starting back down, down in the Tennessee market right now. I think I've got a class in, in Louisville coming up uh, because I have had kind of what you said, you know, we get, we get comfortable in, in our tradition and, I have had people say, "Hey, when I'm I'm waiting for the live class again. I, I just had a, a group from Louisville, so we're going to go to Louisville the the 16th. I just had a, a lady call and say, "Hey, I I I know the virtual. I hear it's great, but I want a live class, and so we're we're doing some of those again. But a lot of folks who have put their hands up and resisted and said, "Now nah, I don't want to do it." They're like, well, what do I got to do? Where do I buy a webcam? I say, hey, let me introduce you to this thing called Prime. <laughs> you know, you, you, can get, you can get your webcam in a couple of days. And I've had, I've had some folks that we've had to walk through how to hook one up, right? But sure, then at sure. the end of class, they're like, oh, my God, I love this. On our lunch break, yep. I, I walked to my kitchen and made a sandwich for crying out loud, you know. <laughs> and, and so so we're, we're going to continue to offer those. I do those through appraisory learning, and I do some under my umbrella, umbrella Reynolds and Associates. But, uh, you know, the, the folks that, that have called, I said, get the word out. Let the foundation know that you're loving this. I don't know if they're going to let you keep doing USPAP or not, but, uh, but, but maybe they will if – if you voice either your your desire for it or that you hate it one way or the other. So if somebody wants to, to reach out to you and say, hey, if, if, uh, if Mike likes to know what the pulse of, of the appraisal community is, I'm an appraiser and by gosh, I have something to say. If, if right. someone wants to reach out to you, how do they do that? How do they get in touch with you? Well, uh, several ways, Brian, and I'll just uh... – uh, answer that by saying, first of all, they can always email me directly. That's M-H-O-L-Z-H-E-I-M-E-R at OctoberResearch.com. Uh, I do get a lot of story ideas from people calling me or contacting me and say, 
you know, hey, I'm seeing this in my part of the country. Uh, would you be interested? So that's how a lot of stories get started. So always can email me. But, you know, for your listeners out there, um, you know, they can sign up for a free e-news subscription uh, just by going to valuationreview.com and look for the email updates tab. There's a lot of great stories and there's a lot of uh, 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 headlines there to see. And it might, you know, inspire them to think of something they, they want to share with, with our readers. And, of course, you know, we're on Facebook and Twitter. They can follow us uh, at Valuation Review. You know, once you get there, you can look up all the stories and the webinar events and the other fun things that our publication has. Very cool. Very cool. So, uh, Mike, what would you say, <clears throat> if you can give us a little tease or, or, or a little window okay. of opportunity here, what are, what are some of the really, you know, we know COVID. We hear COVID a lot, obviously, and probably will continue to. And, and it's a very important topic, and, and we all need to be as safe as we can. But, but what are some of the other hot stories that, would, that you would say is going on in our industry right now that appraisers ought to pay, you know, pay close attention to? Hmm. Well, you know, one of the things, uh, Brian, that we have coming up, uh, I, I just finished, uh, as a matter of fact, a uh, copy for our annual special report, Appraisal Technology. And one of the things that we, we addressed in that report uh, that we hope uh, your listeners will take full advantage of um, is, you know, we looked at, you know, hybrids and uh, bifurcated appraisals, you know, a year later, mm-hmm. you know, wh- where is the, the comfort level with that, the, the, the confidence level, you know, when it comes not to just appraisers making sure that, you know, they're, they're being compliant, but the confidence from the, the lender, the client. So we're, we're, we're still seeing that uh, uh, pop up co- co- quite a bit. Um, you know, uh, the, the, the changes to, to use path the, the clarification, uh, you know, we see, we, I see appraisers asking more questions about that. Uh, so I, I would say, um, uh, those uh, topics. And I also think another component that's going to be a part of our report that I think you're going to see a lot more of, I mean, we, we've seen a lot of these in the past, but that's drones, mm. you know, again, getting to places where maybe the appraiser can't go. Uh, how prevalent is that technology going to be uh, as, as as the days unfold? So I think some of those those are some of the things, uh, you know, just off the top of my head. There are many others, but those are some of the things that I think people are going to, you know, read more about and uh, you know have to pay attention to with regards to, to to their business. Very cool, very cool. Well, yeah, USBEP just uh, the Appraisal Foundation just announced a second exposure. Uh, for the next edition yes. of USBAP, you know, changes right. that, uh, that will be coming out with our next USBAP update. And then, uh, and you mentioned drones. Yeah, those are very cool. Uh, I've had Lamar Ellis on, on my program. I've kind of, kind of labeled him the drone guy, <laughs> a really, yes, really, yes. really nice guy. And, and he fly, he flew one of those things over my head down in Texas when I was interviewing him one time, but uh, I bought, I bought a drone finally and uh, I crashed it in my office three times. <laughs> this was the first or second day that I had it. And I realized real quick, you know, I probably shouldn't be flying around my office. So I took it outside, <laughs> I cra- crashed it into my neighbor's uh, garage. And then uh, most recently, I was trying to fly over a lake to capture a little bit of my daughter fishing out at a farm that I hunt and fish on. 
and <laughs> and Mike, I'm flying over the water, and I'm like, it's okay, you know. There's there's nothing there. There's no power lines, no tree. Well, right. out, out in the middle, there is a little island. I mean, just tiny, just really, really tiny. And there's one tree on the island, just just one. I mean, just one, and it's not real high. Well, I hit the one tree on the island and, and, and oh boy. Barely, barely, barely missed it from going into the water. So I probably need to get a, a waterproof, you know, with, with, with floating. <laughs> I don't know. I'm dangerous with this thing. But I think it is a cool tool. So it's wonderful that you guys are bringing, you know, cutting edge technology to the appraisal community, compliance issues to the appraisal community and just an opportunity for the appraisal community to stay informed. I started this out by saying, you know, we're so independent, it's hard for us to come together. And as a consequence, if, if you're not gonna come together, you need to at least try to be informed. And this is a great way to do that. So uh, Mike, thank you so much for being here today. Oh, I appreciate the opportunity, Brian. And, you know, let me just close by saying, you know, to, to, to your point, you know, one thing that I've really seen the, the past few months and talking to so many people in the industry, there is that coming together. You know, appraisers are individuals, but there is that coming together. And, you know, I, I've talked to people who have said they've even reached out to the competition, which may, maybe before all of this might not have been the best of ideas or the, the most widely accepted. But now the thinking is, hey, look, if somebody has an idea that's going to help me, it helps everybody. And that coming together, we're really starting to see a lot of that in the industry. And obviously, that's one good thing to maybe come out of a situation that's not been that good. It's been very, very difficult. So we, we really are seeing that, that togetherness and valuation review. We just want to bring that out to everybody else. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I, I echo that, Mike. I mean, I, I have a thirst for knowledge. And when I learn a new technique or a new cool tool or a gadget or something like that. I get real excited about it. And I just want to share, I want to share that with everybody. Sure. So, Absolutely. I, I certainly echo what, what you say. Hey, do you have any idea where your travels are going to take you? I know, gosh, most stuff has been <laughs> shut down, but you said that you go to the conferences and, and yes. um, so what, what's on your calendar that hasn't <laughs> yet anything? Yeah. Well, not to state the obvious, and, I, and I'm not trying to be, you know, <laughs> silly about this, but my travels are pretty much, you know, in my dining room in front of my laptop, from there to the kitchen to the, that's, that's pretty much the extent of my travel uh, these days. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, um, uh, I know that the, um, I, I was supposed to go to New Orleans in March yeah, for the valuation 2020, but like most conferences, Brian, those are all virtual now. So, uh, but I, I will, I will be registering and I will be sitting in and tuning into sessions and I will, uh, continue to bring the news to my readers, even just like if I was there. <laughs> right, 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 right. Ladies and gentlemen, if you see Mike at one of these conferences, when they are back up and running and they will be, I, I'm, I'm confident yes. that they will be in the future. Uh, he is an approachable guy. So just, just grab him and say, Hey, I, I've got a, a, a great idea for a hot story. Uh, you will get his attention. Is that a fair statement, Mike? <laughs> Absolutely. I, I enjoy meeting people. I love talking with them and I really, you know, all my, my entire career as a, as a, a journalist, I, I love interviewing people again, Brian, like yourself. 
and making that come out and come alive on paper or online for people to read. And again, not just be educated, but enjoy it and learn something from it to help their uh, business. Very good. Very good. Well, again, Mike, thanks so much for being here. One last time, if, uh, if one of my listeners wants to reach out to you, can you give your contact information one more time? How, how can they reach out to you? Sure. Uh, the email is, and right now, Brian, not being in the office, I won't even give you the, the, the phone number. Sure. The best way to reach me is email. It's M-H-O-L-Z-H-E-I-M-E-R at OctoberResearch.com. Mike, again, thank you so much for being here. Uh, I really appreciate you taking the time out to uh, spend a few moments with me. My pleasure, Brian. Always uh, great to talk to you and uh, talking to your listeners. And I wish everybody continued uh, health and safety. You've been listening to the Appraisal Update Podcast brought to you by Appraiser eLearning. I'm your host, Brian Reynolds. Appraisers, please, please, please be safe out there. The Appraisal Update Podcast is brought to you by Appraiser eLearning.